Hey, Waspinator, could you go get us some drinks? Pick your favorites and take your time. We'll record once you get back. Okay, I just the finest drinks for my new best friends. Okay, now that he's gone. Hi, I'm Kilobyte, and I'll be your host for today. Welcome to another special segment of Kilobyte's Corner, where I cover the comics Onyx Prime and Computron are too busy to revisit, but are part of the timeline. Today, we're covering All Hill Megatron Volume 3. All Hill Megatron Volume 3 is comprised of four spotlight comics, so there'll be individual stories throughout. Let's get started. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. First off, we have the spotlight for Blur. The Blur spotlight was published November 5th, 2008. It was written by Sean McCarthy. The art is by Casey Collar, and the colors are by Joanna Lafuente. A little uh, synopsis of the story. Blur is the undefeated superstar champion of the Cybertron's racing circuit. His success on the race track has made him an arrogant and distant individual. But Blur's world comes crashing down, however, after a Decepticon terrorist attack blows up the racing track. Oh boy. Now for some fun facts. I picked uh, one for each since there's multiple spotlights. So for Blur, Blur's limo is based on the alternate mode of animated bulkhead a Generation 1 version of whom would much later be introduced in the Monstrosity flashback series. And if you uh, were paying attention while we cover the Monstrosity, we did talk about Bulkhead, so I, th I like that callback. So, let's get to it. So, Blur, I really liked the story. I liked uh, the whole uh, arrogance style to Blur and all the whole uh, I'm the best, which is... Uh, something i'm not really used to or have seen before because i the, the blurs i've seen were like an animated in in uh an armada so they were a little bit different but i thought it was very cool very surprising that he was this arrogant but i like seeing the change through the whole comic because we we get him uh going to the bar the bar is empty and there's nobody left. And they keep asking him, like, where, where do you show up? There's nothing here. The war's out there. And uh, and he's, like, just bent on getting that fame back. That we get a very, a very special surprise that Starscream shows up and tries to recruit Blur to the Decepticon side. Blur, of course, turns him down and leaves. And as he's leaving, he finds himself in the middle of a, a firefight between the, uh, the Autobots and Decepticons. And... Uh, he gets rallied by R.I. and Pax. That at this time we do see him. He looks a little bit different. He doesn't have the face mac mask, which I thought it was cool because we get to see his mouth, uh, which we don't get to see very often. And uh, Blur was a little bit hesitant about joining because he didn't really want to fit into any of the teams or the like the different factions. Uh, all he wanted was to race and be, you know, have that fame again. Uh, but Orion Pax kind of rallies him and, and tells him like, "Hey, if you if you help us, you'll be helping a lot of people. You know, it's uh, you're fighting for a greater good here, and everything like that." And so he eventually convinces him, and Blur just speeds by all the Decepticons and goes take takes a message to uh, Seda Prime for Orion. So uh, it was a pretty cool, pretty short comic, uh, pretty interesting backstory for Blur. Uh, I do recommend it. Next up, we have the spotlight for uh, Jazz. So the spotlight for Jazz came out in April 1st, 2009. It was written by Josh Van Rijk and Sean Noller. 
The art is by E.G. Sue, and the colors are by Priscilla Tremontano. And a little synopsis of jazz. On Cybertron, Cliffjumper vents his frustration on a wall in one of the Autobots' hideout bunkers, upset over how they were put in there by the Decepticons. Bumblebee tries to calm him down, but they end up arguing. It is ended quickly by Trax, who states that he was once saved by a mysterious bot. Who could that be? <laughs> Fun facts for the Jazz comic. Uh, Trax sarcastically suggests that Jazz could be hiding a tow cable, a likely homage to Jazz's grapple line device in the original cartoon. Okay, now let's get into it. Uh, jazz Spotlight kind of covers a, a hero tale, like a war story of how Trax survived and got saved by this mysterious bot. And uh, we... we learn that the mysterious bot is Jazz, and the reason why Trax doesn't know who it is is he's been badly wounded, and so his optics are flickering on and off, and he can barely see. So he can only hear a voice, uh, and so he can't really decipher who it is, but he he tells the story of uh, this mysterious bot that goes and fights the Predacons all by themselves and ends up being victorious. Which is very very cool to see. Jazz loses an arm again, <laughs> so that's a that's another counter for the board. But uh, it's cool to see Jazz and and get to see his special ops training uh, put into work and all uh, and all the secret uh, fighting he did because he he tracks uh, ends up getting courage and, and goes in even though he can't see. He tries to become uh, kind of like a distraction and so jazz kind of gets them off guard and picks them one by one so it was pretty cool uh, i do like the whole war story and giving everybody uh, inspiration so uh, that was very it was a, a very fun read again i know I, I say that a lot but uh it's just i like seeing uh interesting story between the characters and just kind of like seeing the whole a war story a morale uh pumping story it was, it was just it was pretty cool it was pretty cool the art was cool as well uh so next up we have the cliff jumper spotlight which was released on june 17th 2009 written by shane mccarthy the art by robbie muzo and the colors by joanna lafuente a little synopsis Cliffjumper crash landed on a planet and was attempting to make a transmitter to contact the Autobots when he was greeted by two natives, Kida and her younger brother Cole. Time passes and the farm is now thriving while Cliffjumper and Kida discuss flowers. A Decepticon ship flies overhead and lands near the farm. Oh no, what's gonna happen? Fun facts. Uh, I This one I really like because it's a conversation between two Decepticons and one of them says, Did you say Little Red Runt? Yeah, little red, small, yeah, about so high, yeah, horns, yeah, but arm yourselves. The nameless Decepticon realizes they're not dealing with any one Autobot, but Cliffjumper. I thought that was great. That was hilarious. I really like this spotlight. Cliffjumper goes all out and he ends up fighting, I think it's like six or five Decepticons all by himself and he uh annihilates them one by one with no problem normally we see cliff jumper getting killed off and kind of like forgotten about it but i really like this one where he gets to shine we get to see him in action we get hit get to see him he's a one-man army and it's like yes yes this is what he needed it's so awesome and there's a lot of emotion reading this one uh 
So I, I don't want to spoil anything, but if you do read it, be prepared. <laughs> but I, I would say this is my favorite one out of all these spotlights. It's just good to see him get a win for, for, for a change, you know? And finally, we have the Metroplex Spotlight, which was released on July 1st, 2009, written by Andy Schmidt, art by Marcelo Matere, and the colors by Priscilla Tramontano. Little synopsis, the Trottlebots are stationed on the Orvis Space Laboratory, orbiting uh, Salvatan 6, serving as couriers for a top-secret research project when the base is attacked and destroyed by Sixshot. Yes, he's back. They escape in a ship as the only survivors of the attack, with Sexshot in hot pursuit eventually making their way to Salvatan 8, which they are surprised to discover has signs of Cybertronian life. They land and make their way into the giant city on the planet, hoping to find someone who can help. Little fun fact, uh, this is a scene uh, between Metroplex and Sexshot, and so Sexshot says, I am Sexshot, and, and the Metroplex goes, I am Metroplex. I, I, I really like that interaction. It just caught him off. And it's like, yeah, you're Sixshot, but I am Metroplex. I'm bigger, okay? I can beat you. <laughs> that was that was great. So again, this story follows the Throttlebots, which is a team I don't really see a lot of. And I was happy to see, uh, see them in action and everything. Uh, it's more of a try to escape uh, kind of mission where they're just running away from Sexshot as he's just destroying everything around them, trying to catch up and get that secret information. Uh, and eventually they do manage to get to the Cybertronian life form, and when they figure out what it is, it transforms into this huge bot, which is Metroplex. And so there, then there's a fight between Metroplex and Sexshot, and Metroplex ends up squishing Sexshot under his uh, foot. And you, when he, when they show you the next panel, Sex Shot is just like, uh, like squished into the ground, which was uh, pretty funny. Uh, but we do get a little tease where he kind of moves his arm, so he's not offline yet. But sadly, I've been told he does not come back, so uh, that is a bummer. Uh, but overall, it was good. I like seeing the throttle bots. There's this scene where the throttle bots are uh, go and like try to fight Sixshot and defeat him and so they say we might be scared but we aren't gutless and that was perfect <laughs> you just see these whole bunch of little bots just run at Sixshot and try to attack and uh it was it was pretty funny so overall overall I would give this a hmm I would give it a 4.5 uh, I really had fun Cliff Jumper was my favorite again uh, but they all cover backstories of different characters uh, that I really enjoy and want to know more. I'm happy to see the Throttlebots. I'm happy to see Sexshot again. Uh, I do recommend them. Uh, they're very fun to read. They're short, so they're very cool. So yeah, that would be all for the All Hill Megatron. If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, to all our one... Waspinator has returned with the drinks. Now we can record the podcast. Perfect. Let me set up the equipment and we can start. Does the red blinking light mean it's on? Oh, no, 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 no. Here, let me switch it on. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, Try checking out the spin-off D&D series, Transform and Rollout.
Rise of the World Killers. <laughs>